This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Celebrate the holidays at Hale Varsity Club with an exciting lineup of holiday-themed events like Ugly Christmas Sweater Karaoke and Holiday Music Bingo, plus happy hour all day on New Year's Eve during college football bowl games. Hale Varsity Club has something for everybody. Stop in this month to try our new menu items like the Nashville Hot Honey Chicken, Crispy Breaded Wings, and the Benning Burger. It's a spicy burger named after Damon Benning. Visit HaleVarsityClub.com for the full event calendar and make a reservation now. The best food in the world isn't on your typical delivery apps. It's right down the street in your very own neighborhood. With Chef, you can enjoy authentic dishes from over 90 different countries, freshly prepared by your local neighbors and delivered right to your door. With over 1 million dishes served, your local cooks spend hours preparing your meals with care plus attention you won't find anywhere else. Explore a world of flavor today at Chef.com. That's Chef with an S dot com. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Hot Off the Mess, a podcast brought to you by The Dip. I am your host, Samantha Bush, and I'm coming to you straight out of a holiday weekend where I feel like it's just good to catch up, check in, and talk some shit. So who better to have on the podcast day than to talk shit with Sarah Heron of usmagazine.com. How are you? Hi, Sam. Merry Christmas. Oh, my God. You have a Christmas tree up in your house. Oh my God, of course I do. This is my my lovely apartment that has been in the spirit since the beginning of November. And we should have stopped then because things were good then. Um, things have really taken a dive as far as COVID Christmas celebrations in the New York, New Jersey area. But other than that, we're great. We're thriving. I've been exposed like seven times in the last four days. Yeah. So we're looking forward to, you know, some movie marathons and such for the next I love two it. Weeks. I I don't know what it is, but I love the week of between Christmas and New Year's mm-hmm. because it's so chill, but like also kind of like chaotic because you don't know what day it is. You don't know what time it is. It's almost mysterious. And, you know, Sarah, this COVID situation. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough out there. Yeah. No, listen, I think we just, we don't know what the hell is going on. Um, no. And it's, it's a dark time. I've been sticking my nose in peanut butter jars to make sure I can still smell because I don't like oh. the smell of pe- taste of smell of peanut butter. <laughs> like I, I'm doing crazy things. I had the same moment the other day. I was like, I just want to make sure I can smell. So I have this like stress relieving hand soap or something from like Bath and the Body Works that I found like collecting dust under my sink. Yep. And I'm like, I got to be able to smell eucalyptus. <laughs> like I, and I can, I was just nervous because I was like, right. I know that that's the first thing to go. Yeah, for some no, people. it's it's a why. I mean, there's no rules anymore. I think that, yeah, <sighs> whatever. But like, who cares? This is depressing. Let's like, <laughs> I know. Let's like liven it up here a bit. Okay, so off the top, obviously, you are like the go-to when it comes to Batch Nation. I need to know your thoughts on Michelle and Nate now. I, for some reason, don't hate him, and I don't know why. Because, like, I normally would hate any man who wears, like, a dangly Pirates of the Caribbean earring. Right. And yet, I I trust her judgment so much that I'm like, there must be something that, like, the universe isn't, like, we're just not seeing. So I'm like, sure. I think I'll, tr- I'll trust her. I'll tell you why. But first, I'd like to say, um, did that meme that went very viral that you wrote about patronation being exhausted, was that it? Was that inspired by me complaining on this very show about how tired I was <laughs> for The Bachelor? Because I watch Bravo too, bitch. So I was like, this is an attack on me being emotionally exhausted from The Bachelor. Yeah. I still watch every show on Bravo, okay? No, I can you are, still keep you are on the front lines. You're on the front lines of all pop culture. Like, you... Must like you must be fucking drained. Like the blood is drained from your body. Like God. it is seriously, seriously. I I I give you all kudos to you. Because not only that, Sarah, but you're reading the books. 
I am reading the book. I read so many books this year. <laughs> you read so many Bachelor books. And and there's still so many to come. Matt James' book comes out in May. Rachel Lindsay's in February. I have a spreadsheet. <sighs> you have a um, Bachelor Nation book spreadsheet? I do. And guess um, what? Every single one says Sarah next to it. Nobody else's name on the team. <laughs> um, no, Sarah's just kidding. Sarah's got this. Sarah's got this. No, but and also I just will say with the Bachelor franchise in general, there's something because Bravo, there's definitely more content, more shows and more honestly happening outside too. But the Bachelor mm-hmm. people are much more like curated on their Instagram feeds. We're getting photo shoots with with like posed candids and noodles and so much fun. And the Bravo people, it's much more, it's it's more unhinged. We're leaking text messages. Mm-hmm. We're accusing each other of crazy things. And things are being deleted. comes out of left field. Comes yes. out left field. So you'll think it's a slow news day, and all of a mm-hmm. sudden, Erica Jane is leaking texts from Tom's alleged mistress. Right. Yeah. So it's like, a totally it's a different kind of thing. The Bachelor is more exhausting because, like, it's still so curated as a show, but we're still kind of trying to like buy into it. Like, it's just like a weird. Mm-hmm. It hasn't really broken that like reality TV wall yet. No. And so it's just it's like still a, the same how, format that it's exactly since, since like two thousand four. Yeah, it's it's truly shocking information. But with Michelle and Nate, I think it's a classic case of that because I hated Nate all year, all season. I know. I was not. I love Michelle. I think she's great. I think she's beautiful. I think she's smart. I think she's all the things. And all season, I was like, am I just sick of this show? Or is she boring? Or is she like too perfect? Are these guys losers? Like I was trying to figure out why I wasn't liking it. Mm-hmm. And then I watched the finale and I loved the finale. I thought I, I was like kind of on my toes a little bit because they kept giving Brandon a chance to go in there with those with um. those Hail Marys, with the letter, with the Romeo and Juliet BS. Like I, I and then with Nate, they were playing that that kind of creepy music. Like the mom didn't like him. Like they were setting him up for whatever. Yeah. And then they got me at the end with the like, oh no, it was always Nate. And this whole season, I haven't liked it because it's been pretty fake. Like Nate and her were, he was clearly the front runner the whole time and they needed drama. So they manipulated Nate to kind of look like evil and cocky and make us not like him. And it worked. Most people were pretty split, but people, he was not beloved. And if you watch old seasons of the show, it's very much what they did with Rachel Lindsay's winner, Brian Abasolo. (gasps) Everyone was in love with Peter it was shocking when she sent him home. Everyone turned on Rachel and was like, how could you do yeah. this? Like, Brian doesn't even like you. He's cocky. They're still married. And Jordan Rogers and JoJo. That season was so obviously Jordan Rogers in the bag. And they needed us to want to watch it. So they made Jordan, you know, and that was a really believable narrative. Like, oh, he's just here for fame. He's here for this. And it was right. on the cover of every magazine. And they're still together. So I think right. it's just when the front runner is so obvious, sometimes they do a really good job of making the front runner look like a dick. Because the show, I mean, it's not perfect. And Nate, I think, fell for all of that. I think he was just really able to compartmentalize how the show works. And I mean, after five, ten ten minutes with them on Zoom, I was like, oh my God, I'm such an asshole. I want to take back every bad thing I ever said about you, Nate. Like, I'm all in. They have a wedding potential date planned. They're moving in together. Katie and Blake didn't stay in the same country for longer than one day when he won her season. I know. And... The fact that they have, like, set plans to, like, get things going, I'm like, okay, this is much more believable. But poor Brandon. Let's talk about Brandon. Because I feel two different ways about it. One, I feel bad for him because he clearly was head over heels in love with her. Another part of me is like, is Brandon kind of, like, manipulative and creepy? Like, why did he keep swooping in? With these like over the top gestures, like I... reassuring her, if you send me home, it's okay. It's clearly not okay. He doesn't want to be sent home. Sir, you're crying in her mouth. Like he was so sad. And it's like, I get it. But there, I also didn't like, I didn't really like any of the guys on her season. Right. Me either. Like I wasn't like on board, like where with Rachel Lindsay, for example, I know you just brought her up. Like I really liked. Peter. Yeah, who didn't? Gap, who Gap did it? My king. Oh, whenever, whenever I see a hot guy with a gap tooth, I'm always, I always say I want to suck on his gap. Oh my God, I and forgot. And I don't actually that. mean that. I mean, I do. But Brandy Glanville said that about a man that she met at uh, Kyle, Kyle Richards' house back in like season three. And I, okay. it stuck with me. It's things like that in the Housewives universe, you know, that just really stick with me. But okay, we, I have to, I have a bone to pick. With mm-hmm. The Bachelor, that fucking ocean was so goddamn loud. 
And it also took me back to watching Rachel's season with Brian because the wind on top of that weird castle, I was like, what are they fucking saying right now? I mean, I don't even know because also this season was there. There's the navigation of COVID filming and then starting to travel again was quite, quite the situation for this yeah, franchise. They, it was very, yeah, it was alarming. This, Unhinged. I'm pretty sure they were just on the set of Bachelor in Paradise because they were in Mexico and like, I'm pretty sure it was the same place. And those proposals don't have the ocean problem, but they're all just sweating, like, like uncontrollably sweating. Like, mm-hmm. It's just unfortunate. All the girls make up, the contour is sweating off. The guys are sweating through their shirt. And this proposal had both. They were all sweating. Nate and his one of two suits that he brought is now unwearable because it is drenched in sweat still. That man. And ocean, the ocean was alarming. I almost wonder like, they're watching this. They know like, oh, it's going to whatever. But they're like, oh, at least this will give Twitter something to talk about. Like, yeah. do you think they like keeping it in there? Because it's it's insane. Like, this show I think they has so it. much money. They could I, do whatever I, they want. <laughs> well, there's a part of me that hopes and wishes that they have the Bachelor producers and people that are, like, creating the show have, like, a sense of humor about it. They like, do, Like, where think. they acknowledge that this show is, like, fucking crazy. So you you're rooting for them. You like them. Me I am rooting for them. Michelle. And I, I am. I'm rooting for them because I think Michelle is lovely. I think we've had a lot of Bachelor Heartbreak this year. I just did my, my 2021 recap of Biggest Stories of Bachelor Nation 2021. It's on usmagazine.com as we speak. Um, it went live today. Usmagazine.com. Plug. But it's just so crazy because you think about we started this year with Chris Harrison still as our host. Like Bachelor Nation has gone through quite a transformation and three big broken engagements. I mean, Zach and Tasha, Katie and Blake. Like the fact that you just reminded me that Chris Harrison started as the host. I was like, that happened this year. That happened this year. And we ended the year with Michelle having four people of color as her final four. So a positive spin. Wow. Growth. Yeah. It's been a year. Oh, Claire and Dale, obviously. That's the other one. Oh, I'm sorry. They have broken up (laughs) so many times that I was like, oh yeah, they broke up. Uh, Also, this is... Like, it's related because it's Batch Nation, but Ashley and Jared, who Mm -hmm. I hate. Okay, tell me why. I just, I find them both, I hate their facial bone structure. I find it both to be very cutting. It's so intense. They (laughs) both have faces that are shaped like octagons. I just don't enjoy it. Okay. And I find them to be, like, very, very fame Hung- oh. I don't know. Yes. I, just, I mean, I don't that, that part I can totally get on board with. They, yeah. They, but I, you yeah. got to give them some sort of props that every other post is in sponsored Instagram ad and they're mm-hmm. still getting it done somehow. And they were on the show 10, five years ago. Like there could yeah. not be less like quote unquote relevant in Bachelor Nation. And they are well, still. Well, he just opened a coffee shop. Audrey's. Wine bar. Yeah. Audrey's. Audrey's. After her mom. After her mom. I and I'm just like. I just saw that and I was like, oh, God, this fucking yeah. couple. They gave us a tour of their Christmas shop. decorations. If you're really feeling, feeling like you want to be in the spirit <laughs> on us because you do. Now, is there a Batch Nation couple that you just like, it's your, how I feel about Ashley and Jared? How do you oh. feel? Are you allowed to say who you I don't, don't know. like like that? Yeah I, yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, you don't have I, to get into their physical appearance like I did. But like a couple that I find to be strange is Mm -hmm. hannah g and dylan dylan yes i'm shocked those two are still still going strong which i guess isn't a lovely thing to say but i certainly was surprised by that honestly all the paradise couples that came out of this year i am surprised they're still all together not in like a i just the odds don't really just we're we're talking statistics here cover the show for a while there's like something's brewing there's something we don't know like i don't know who it's gonna be but uh, someone in the new year, I really, I really didn't like Claire. I struggled with Dale. Claire in Dale. I didn't really like either of them. And I was, this, I spent way too much time of my life this year trying to figure out if they were back okay. together or not. So that's upsetting to yeah. me personally. I don't think if there's any couple that's still together that I've actively like, oh, I struggle with Katie. I'm not necessarily like overly rooting for Katie and her second around person oh, who yeah. she sent home during week strange. two. Yeah. Yeah. John Hearsey, I think that's how you say his name, was on Katie Thurston's season. She sent mm-hmm. him home during week two. So he really only made oh, it one day. He was, yeah, he was there very, 
very right. Because the first rose ceremony is within 12 hours of your arrival. So he made it one day wow. and now they're dating and they are all over Instagram. Madly and I, I just find myself not necessarily rooting for those two. And I didn't really like Blake that much either. I just, that whole season I would like to erase. That whole season was such a fucking bust. It was yeah. like, no one liked her or the guy. It was just shitty. All right. So we're going to take a hard left out of Batch Nation. Um, I'm really sorry. My cat is rubbing her tail all over my face <laughs> while we're trying to have a serious conversation. This is serious journalism here. Yeah, I had to have that conversation with my family who I haven't seen in like two years mm-hmm. over Christmas. They were like, so what do you do? And I was like, I do very important work. <laughs> very important work. I, I yes. talk about Bravo every day. <laughs> and they were like, we don't, my family was like, I don't know what that is. I was like, okay. Do you mean they weren't distraught over Megan King and Cuff Owens allegedly splitting on Christmas? (laughs) Oh, my God. You know what's very fucking embarrassing about that whole situation is I was genuinely shocked. Were you? Yeah, but it's like, why, Sam? They got married after three weeks. But I figured, like, the fact that Dr. Jill Biden was attended this wedding, I thought maybe a good luck charm or something. Yeah. no. No, I mean, that was a perfect storm because I, you know, if you just not, not that it has anything to do with politics, but the Biden family has got a lot of going on. We obviously know that the King Edmonds family has a lot going on. So it kind of oh, makes sense that this dysfunction would come together only to within two months fall apart. And I also feel like he's nowhere to be. Like, we don't really know much about Cuff. Um, yeah, he's kind of a mystery name. Cuff, yeah. Cuff, 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 um, <laughs> he, he is very much a mystery. I want to know what happened. And I, you know what? Maybe I'm not shocked that they broke up, but maybe I'm shocked at like the timing of the announcement because it was like Christmas Eve. Yes, it was. It was right after I logged off on Christmas Eve and I was like, I'm going to pretend I didn't see that. I'm going to just And I was I like, oh, I'm at family Christmas. I fucking saw it. And I'm going to post about it because yeah. I... Yeah. And it was just, right, as far just, as I know, as of right now, it's just a page six source. We're not saying it's not true, but it means that there's no like yeah. official announcement yet, which I would assume to be someone at page six found out. And Megan wasn't, didn't want to like officially say it. So who they probably, whatever. But um, I would assume there's a blog post to come. I was just going to say that. I was just about to be like, there's a blog post to Bruin. She's yeah, got her fingers sure. to the keys and she's she's already changed her Instagram handle. Wait. Oh, yes, yeah, she did. And she's not wearing her wedding ring. And, you know, I appreciate Megan King Edmonds because she is consistently very open about what's going on in her life, whether True. and I think sometimes that to her detriment, but not not for us, not for, not us. for us. OK, really quickly, I'm not going to spend too much time on this, but Olivia Munn and John Mulaney had a baby, obviously. Mm-hmm. And they posted the picture on Instagram. So we welcome little Malcolm to the world. And there's a lot of suspicion surrounding the birth of this child because yeah. people are saying, like, he probably was born not when they said he was, but earlier. <laughs> right. But they can't admit that because then that would lead to their affair or relationship happening sooner than, like, we all expected. Because that relationship with John and his ex-wife when they broke up it like shattered like it like there was ripple effects like the world couldn't process this now I'm not like a big John Mulaney fan but I have a lot of friends that are and they were devastated and then to find out that Olivia Munn was pregnant and I guess he has this whole thing in a stand-up that he doesn't want to have kids Mm -hmm. and it was like a thing for him uh wow and people don't like Olivia Munn Olivia Munn is not well beloved i mean go, do a quick google search of olivia munn i'm not here to you know shame anyone but she's been involved or two or and accused of maybe being dragged into a few marriages or sketchy relationships i mean mm-hmm. justin timberlake back in the day there's some pictures of her leaving his driveway when he was dating jessica beale that were splashed all over us weekly uh, us magazine's <laughs> real website or not no not actually on the cover of the magazine yeah because this was like over a decade ago Yeah, so she's kind of controversial in her own sense. And she does that thing where instead of actually addressing what's happening, she says it would be worse for me to address it because you're going to think what you want. Like she's doing that, like pretending to be above it. But by pretending to be above it, you're really just making yourself sound even worse. Right. Yeah. 
And I, I, I mean, let's do some simple math here. From what TMZ and a bunch of other outlets have reported, the baby was born on like November 24th. I don't think TMZ made that date up. I'm sure they saw a birth certificate that they probably weren't supposed to see and publish. So they just ran it with the source confirmation, if I had to guess. So how does one see a birth certificate that they're not supposed to see? TMZ has connections in the California area with the police and with the hospitals that I do not understand, but it's it's how they get. And it, it, I mean, that's why they get like with like police sources say, like, I don't know who their police sources are. Probably the police, you know what I mean? Like they, yeah. it's, and it makes it hard because we, you know, you want to confirm something, but it's really hard to confirm like legal stuff through sources right. because you want to, you, you know, if you get a date wrong or you get like a, an accusation wrong, that's like an, a problem. It's factually inaccurate. So you see something or you get tipped off on something or something's not scanned into the system yet, but somehow it's in their inbox. I don't know how they do it, but that would be my guess of how they wow. knew that this baby was born in November. And then of course, John and Olivia post it now to make mm-hmm. it seem like, okay, so the baby was, you know, maybe like April-ish. They, this baby was conceived versus like March. I know this is gross, but like they announced the divorce like after all of this. So I know, I'm sure they were mm-hmm. separated or whatever, but he was also in rehab in February. So the timeline is quite confusing for yeah. this whole thing, but Everyone's it's Everyone's kind of, yeah, people are speculating that him and Olivia were actually dating in like December of 20. At least. 20, yeah. So, you know, like I said, we're not going to spend too much time on that, but I did just want to make that little announcement. God bless baby Malcolm. And good luck. <laughs> yeah. Best of luck to the Mulaney Munn family. Yeah. Chriselle and Jason, the short king, mm-hmm. Oppenheimer, broke up. Yes. Conveniently right after they stopped filming. Okay, right after they wrapped season five and right after people stopped talking about season four. So now we're all going to start talking about season five. Yes. And to get a season six pickup. Did you ever buy their relationship or did you have your doubts that it was like... Oh my God. I have been on a journey with Miss Chriselle. Okay. I, because, okay, I, I mean, time has like not really been a thing for the last two years. So I can't even remember when I started watching Selling Sunset. Oh, but I like, don't know be- what, uh, yeah. Yeah, who knows? But in between seasons two and three, like when it kind of started popping off as everybody was like obsessed with it because that trailer came out where she was going to talk about Justin Hartley and it was, we were in lockdown and I watched it and I was obsessed with Chriselle. I was totally like drinking the Chriselle Kool-Aid. I was commenting on her Instagrams like, you got this queen. Like I was being crazy. Like crazy. Oh, Sarah. And I hated Justin Hartley. You got Hartley. this queen to Chriselle? I wrote you got this queen. And Chriselle responded something along the lines of, I wish I had as much faith in me as you have in me or something. Like in myself that you have in me. And I was like, oh no. Stop. I swear. Oh no, no, no. Yeah. So I was like team Chriselle. Okay. I was with okay. David Pellegrino calling Justin Hartley, Justin Hartless. Like I, I was on board with the down with Justin Hartley, team Chriselle. And when he started getting together with the old co-star that they had in common, oh, and yeah. I was like, oh, I hate this man, like whatever. And then the whole thing happened with, on Dancing with the Stars when she was kind of dragged into Gleb, her partner's d- divorce. And they said there was the accusations that they had an inappropriate relationship. Then she yeah. immediately started dating his best friend, Kino, on the show. Very cute. Then they broke up after two months. And the narrative in the media was kind of all over the place. And she immediately started screenshotting everything and like saying like this source is wrong. Like she got very involved. Now we're dating Jason, you know, in between seasons, like you said, and they're together for just the right amount of time for, you know, people to care and then didn't mm-hmm. care anymore. Now we care again because they break up. And her, what bothered me the most about everything was her statement was all about how hard it is to release statements and why she didn't want to release a statement. But now she's releasing a statement when it's like the sympathy at the end of the day would have been like, I did what Jason said. I wanted kids. He didn't. Now I don't believe that. Now it's like you spent so much time. I believe she wants kids, but how much time does she spend curating this statement about how hard it is to give statements? And when it's like, girl, you're the one who has a reality show where you like put your divorce on blast. Yeah. Like she's, she's very familiar with giving a statement. Right. And like, talk about not giving a statement. Justin, Justin freaking hardly never even defended himself. From endless no, amounts of accusations like, about how bad of a person he, he is. He was getting dragged. Yeah. And I thought he deserved it, but. Yeah. But I am not a Selling Sunset girly. Okay, I tried I watching Selling Sun. That's a show. Tampa. Selling Tampa. Selling Tampa is the new one. Right. I tried. I tried. Didn't work for me. Okay. But that doesn't mean I'm not deeply invested in the lives of the women that are on these shows. Of the Oppenheim group. Yes. Chriselle, I knew something was funky when she showed up with brown hair. Right. 
people That's going for That's never it. a good sign. I'm Without sorry. Jason. As someone who's done that, as someone who has dyed my hair dark mm-hmm. after like an emotional spiral. Right. And it's just not for me and it's not for her. And I need her to go back to her blonde roots. Well, because I'm here to tell you it was it was a wig. <laughs> so she's back. It was a wig. So you don't follow her that closely. <laughs> yeah, she was Someone like tricking everyone. She was head. playing a trick. She was playing a trick. She was oh, being a prankster. A yeah. Oh, a prank. She was playing a wow. prank on us to distract from her breakup, I guess. And it worked until, you know, it didn't. Wow, wow, wow. What do you think what of... Little, what a little prankster. What a little prankster. What a little actress um, of also, Jason. Obviously, and, these little boys don't want children. Right. They're little, they're, they don't they're Peter strike Pan. me as family men. No. They and I think good don't. for them, by the way, for not wanting to just pop out kids with, you know, these beautiful... Like, Any, that's good. Right. They know that that's they not have, in their path. They, I, don't know, I don't know how they get these beautiful women, but they do. It's the money. And it's, yeah. It's the money and... Um, they have a television show. Okay, <laughs> let, Sarah. Let's talk... Yeah, we, we saw it, but let's talk... <laughs> I am dragging you. Let's talk yeah. about Brett, the other twin... Who okay. was dating Tina Louise, a model who was like linked to Brian Austin Green last year during his divorce from Megan Fox. And conveniently, Tina Louise decided to confirm via an Instagram Q&A that her and Brett broke up on the same day that Chriselle and Jason's headline was making the Slovenian headlines. Like this twin shit freaks me out. Yeah, twin shit. It's very scary. And then she told TMZ or she, I saw it on TMZ literally 20 minutes before we started podcasting that she's like, we broke up because they don't want kids. The opposite the boys thing? don't want kids. Yeah. She was like, oh. they like Chriselle and Jason's breakup, like kind of sparked them, you know, to break up because they started to have these conversations. And then turns out they, these little twins don't want children. See, Selling Sunset is like mindless TV. Like it's a really good background show. Like if it's a slow news day and I'm like, like I, I need something to watch. Like I'll probably watch Selling Tampa during this week when I'm working because there's like not going to be much happening. But like yeah. if the show really was real, like I think there's like major shit actually going down. I mean, think about like the Heather Ray Young and the Tarek stuff. Like if we could really find out like mm. the reaction to Christina Hack getting married for like the fifth time or we could really see like what was going on with Chriselle and Gleb on Dancing with the Stars or we could see right. the, like Tina Louise getting involved. Like, I don't know. I feel like there is so much actually there, but what they present to us is like a, a glossy version because the same guy who did the Fluff. hills. Right. Fluff. And I enjoy it for that. Too. I almost just were like selling sunset and selling sunset after dark, like kind of like how in the hills when the last episode, like they moved like the Hollywood sign, like I would, I still love the hills and I don't want to miss those years that were clearly Sarah. fake with Kristen Cavallari, but I also would have loved a version of the show of what, like when they stopped rolling, like it's, it's so meta, but like I need I need all of it because these people are fascinating. Sarah, you just brought up a really traumatic memory. Oh, with the, with the Hollywood sign and Brody Jenner. With the Hollywood sign on. Yeah. I cried. Did you? My dad taught yeah, he was like, get it together, bitch. Like I was crying. That was the moment you realized just, reality TV might not be. It real. was the moment and I was like, I can't believe I invested my life in these show in this show but, and they moved the sign and Brody was standing there on the set and I was like and Kristen got out of the car um as far as the it. hills the I mean I mean the hills Laguna Beach everything to me but I I choose to believe the narrative that goes on in my head is okay. that the Lauren Conrad years are real I know they're not but in my okay. head they're they're 100% real the second Kristen Cavallari those see that that season and a half the, the bitch is back the campaign that's when they all started acting so the way I look at it is there's nothing, everything is real from the Lauren Conrad years. And I, I don't, I'm not saying Kristen Cavallari has ruined the show. I don't know. It's just like, that was when it became fake. That's when Heidi and Spencer really turned it up. I agree. That's oh, when everyone the started crystals? acting. The fu- Enzo, the neighbor. The, Enzo, the neighbor, the crystals. I'm supposed to believe Kristen Cavallari and Justin Bobby are together. Like right. it was so fucking weird. I didn't mm-hmm. enjoy it. It made me realize that I don't enjoy Kristen then I yeah. watched Very Cavallari. All three and seasons hated myself. every second of that, yep. but I watched it all. And yep. I mean, they got rid of Shannon Ford in the first season, who was like the show. Like she was yeah. a perfect reality personality. And I'm like, what? We're really getting off on a tangent here. There's yeah, okay. sorry. Anything, anything so that happened in 2021? That. <laughs> yeah. That was all is, me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> really quickly, I want to discuss a one Pete Davidson. He got caught peeing on Kim's Rolls Royce. Correct. After grabbing American Spirit cigarettes from the gas station. 
And being allegedly turned away from buying weed because he didn't have proper identification. Yeah. And I have to just, you know, we don't have to talk about this for too long because I feel like the Pete and the Kim gets like talked about a little too much because like not that Mm -hmm. much has like really happened that we've seen. Right. But I want to just say quickly, Pete is not above this. Like, oh, he's not shock me at all. The paparazzi following him. Like, he has dated and been engaged to Ariana Grande, made mm-hmm. out with Kate, Kate Beckinsale at a like a sports game. I believe it was a Knicks game. Oh, thank you, sporty. <laughs> so I'm just like, I don't know why people are like shocked that he's like, I think they want him to be like the Staten Island, like secretive kind of guy. I'm like, no, he's loving this. Yeah. I loving. mean, he peed on her car. <laughs> Like, he peed I on Kimmy's car. Why is Kimmy letting him drive her car? Kimmy is probably like, listen, bitch, I got four kids. Uh, my, hu- my ex-husband's nuts right now. I, just please take my car and go get cigarettes. Get out of my fucking face. And, you know, I just hope that they have a good time together. I hope so, too. I mean, this was like the timeline is going exactly how I thought. They got together yeah. end of October. We're going to get through. It's going right to be after Astro World. Right. Right after. <laughs> true. Dark. Um, then we're going to get around February-ish. We're going to see, we're going to realize they haven't been spotted together in a while. And then it's going to, you know, the breakup is going to come out. Like it's going to be a four month, including his engagement to Ariana Grande, very much a four month to five month, this relationship guy, Kaya Gerber, the chick from Bridgerton. Like everything was very much time, which by the way, that was Kim's like favorite show. So I wonder if they talk about that. Oh, that's a good point. She loves Bridgerton. I know. I think they'll ring in the new year together. I think that if it wasn't in the new year. (laughs) You make me laugh so hard because because you work in media and you work in like journal. You're a journalist. I yeah. You say you say things that are like like, not normal, like headlines, like headlines, making headlines. Yeah, like it's really funny. Like you'll be like ringing in the New York because I do that too when I'm on the Daily Mail too much. I'll be like, Mm -hmm. oh yeah, Kimmy's taught tummy. I'm like, what the fuck am I talking about her taut tummy <laughs> like what bitch I, so it's just really funny because like never in your day-to-day life Sarah would you ever look at a close friend at across from like a lunch and be like I'm gonna ring in the new year with x y and z like you would just never say that so it's so no, funny you're you're right you're right but I talk mm-hmm. like this not like on podcast either because I write so much and because I can't escape like certain phrases like like I say making headlines all the time and then I think someone said to me the other day they're like you know you can just say like oh they were like in the new like you don't have to like say it like you would write it in us weekly sentence I'm like I think us weekly's have my brain now like I don't it's been four years I can't go back what do you want from I me know. and you're asking me questions let me say it the proper let me pretend <laughs> to be a journalist every once in a while all right so yeah they're gonna bring in the new year together and then yeah. if it wasn't for COVID I think there would have been a big Christmas party celebration I think Pete would have totally been there and I think you don't think he was there? No, I don't think the mom theory was was a thing. Oh, hey, I was deeply invested. Not skinny, but not fat posted. Yes. That she like she was doing like heavy investigating and it ended up not being her. It was a great eye. It was great eye. Apparently it's Mindy Weiss, the wedding planner. I don't know. You lead a busy life. The last thing you have time for is shopping, prepping, and cooking a healthy homemade meal. With Chef, enjoy authentic meals freshly prepared by the best local cooks in your community and delivered to your door. No prepping, no cooking, no subscription necessary. It's one less thing to worry about after a long day without sacrificing the quality of a homemade meal. Schedule your meals with a local cook at Chef.com. That's Chef with an S dot com. Okay, you brought up a really good point. Predictions. You're predicting what's going on. So let's predict what's going to happen in 2022. What do you think we will be seeing in 2022? Okay, so I I did this last year and there were so many that were so far off, but so many, like there were a couple that were right. Like I said, Chris, I was going to write a tell-all book and like I currently have that book that I need to read by February. (laughs) I said that um, Jana Kramer's husband was going to go back to sex addiction rehab which he didn't, but they did get divorced. So I count that as a win. But then I, yeah. and I also said that Jackson and Brittany were going to go on marriage boot camp, And I'd like to carry that one over to 2022. Cause I still think Absolutely. that one's going to happen. They are definitely going to get there. They're going to get behind the, they're going to get in front of the camera again. 
100%. Now, I also said that Ben Affleck and Anna Darmus were going to have a baby, and that was clearly off. But oh, I do God. now would like to... I, thought, I didn't think I get married, but I thought she was going to be pregnant. Okay. I just did. I don't know why. I thought she's young. I thought she was going to want to, you know, get an Affleck baby in her. I don't know. That was clearly off. Get an Affleck baby in her? <laughs> you told me to stop being so professional. No, I love it. I love, I love you so much. So whatever you want to say... <laughs> Okay. I think we're going to get a Benefer wedding. We're going to get a Benefer, Benefer wedding no. for sure. I think for sure. Do you think? I think we're going to get a breakup. I don't. I think we're going to get a Benefer wedding. I think that they are really, whether it's true or not, are buying into this whole we were each other's soulmates from the beginning situation. We were brought together. And I mean, I can't even get into Howard's turn because it's so upsetting. But I think we're going to get a Benefer wedding. And I think it's going to be like the over-the-top wedding that they actually wanted to have in 2004 that they called off because of media attention. I think that even though it's happening again, it's a little different. Like the way things are kind of, it's just as bad, but in a different way. Like Instagram has given celebrities the narrative back a little bit and people feel more Mm -hmm. sympathy to them. In 2004, we weren't treating them like real people. We like, it was all about the coverage. So I think they're going to bring that wedding binder that JLo has had for someone that Mindy Weiss probably has kept for her of the better for 1.0 wedding. I think we're going to get it. In 2022. Okay. I, you know, I hope we do. And I would love to see Jen Garner there. Would she be there Just after she support. was accused of being the cause Trapped of Ben Affleck's alcohol? That was deeply, you know what? I did have that written down in my outline to cover today. Mm-hmm. And I was like, do I talk about it? Because I think it's pretty, pretty cut and dry that it's fucked up that he yeah. said that. Jen Garner queen it was in a group chat of mine my friends and i you know that episode of the office where they're trying to decide if if a woman is like beautiful it was like beautiful or hot yeah my friends and i were having that discussion about john garner and i said she's hot yeah well she's i think totally i think she's both i think she's beautiful but then if you look at like the years when she was freaking alias alias yeah like queen yeah please and like now she's just like a relatable pto queen mom yeah, she's just like living. She's like, I got to deal with Ben's fucking ass. Are you kidding? Yeah, she's got a and lot she's got, going like, those on. Three kids. She's got a lot going on. When they just divorced, like, she did that iconic Vanity Fair cover where she like told spilled everything. Like, I need one of those. Like, we need a Jenna Gardner profile ASAP because they do the, these kind of celebrities. Like your Ben, your Jen, both Jens. They play hardball a little bit, like the way old celebrities did, where they like will still do the magazine interviews. Like their words. Like this was the first time Ben Affleck like his words got quote taken out of context, and he kind of like tried to take back the narrative and like blame the kids. But like you said what you said, but he's still going to do these long form interviews. Like they still play the game. They have reps who like play the game. Like it's not like your, your D list celebrity who, you know, is going to go on Instagram live to like clear up whatever. Like they still want to be on the cover of Vanity Fair. Whatever. Right. So like if Ben and Jen get married, like there's going to be photos out there. Like it's not going to be like, you know, so I hope that happens. And I really want a Lori Loughlin memoir. Wow, that's random. Well, I'm obsessed with the college cheating scandal. Oh, you are. Yes. Oh, I'm an I'm an Olivia Jade. Not a I I, I say stand, but I don't actually like like her. It's just like I'm obsessed with You're her. You're like obsessed. And I was obsessed pre cheating scandal because I used to watch her YouTube videos, like hate watch them. Oh, so then when this broke, I knew where all the dirt was buried. Like I knew which videos to go to to be like, I hate college. Why my parents are making me go? Like that was Loki my fault. Yeah, I'm powerful. That's a lot to take on. Yeah, but I want I a memoir. Thank you for for uh, Olivia Jade fan. Okay, so I love. I went through a phase that I loved YouTubers and like I just watched oh. everything. So like I was watching David Dobrik, John like, Geddon. Yeah, like all that stuff. Like James Charles, give me some Best sister squad. So like when 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 David Dobrik was vlogging, Olivia Jade would like be in the background every once in a while. I was like, oh, who's that girl? And they would like link each other's channels. I was like, oh my god, it's Lori Loughlin's daughter. And then I was like, oh, and like. Candice Cameron daughter, like they're friends. Like I just like went down like this dark web. So I knew everything about them after like, one long night. And then it was useless information that like lived rent free in the back of my mind. And then that scandal broke. And I was like, oh, I know Olivia Jade's YouTube channel. I know it very well. Wow. You were, you knew where to go. Yeah. You knew where to go. What else do you think we'll be seeing? I definitely think we'll get a court and Travis wedding. A hundred percent. Very, I think like soon. I think like May. What did you think of Alabama Barker's 16th birthday glam? How dare you bring this up? <laughs> you know, I find her to be so scary. My eyes are watering. I know. She scares the shit I'm out like, of me. She really scares me. She's 16 years old. So scary. Mm-hmm. She would fucking spit on me. 
Oh, like, both of us. She would. Oh, she would. <laughs> she would cuss our lives out. We would be left shaking, like crying in the corner. Like I find, I find her to be scary. I um, the glam. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of glam. Um, I find that family to be a little chaotic. I gotta oh. be completely honest. I think we all have to talk about this. I'm worried about Courtney's parenting. Yes. You know, I'm not a mother, but I'm not mom shaming. I think right. everyone can do whatever the fuck they want, but I also am nervous. I agree with you. I think Kim is, and like, they've said that before, basically, like, Courtney doesn't like, there's no rules, really. Parents. Yeah. There's no rules. If it's, her kid wants to stay home from school and watch movies, she's like, okay. Yeah, like, that's what you're feeling. Push up your life. I'm like, oh God. And then we got Travis, the king of anarchy. Yeah. No, I Did think- you see that video? It was like an, un- it was like a clip from Keeping Up with the Kardashians from like years ago. And Travis was at their house and they were making gingerbread houses. Yeah. And they like flashed to Travis making his gingerbread house and his says anarchy on it. I'm like, oh my God. He's no. like a parody of himself. I'm like obsessed. But he is. I, yeah. So I'm a little concerned. I, you know what? I have to just be honest here too. I'm going to be really, really real. I don't want them to have children together. Oh, me either. Like, I don't, I don't need it. I don't, I don't know that don't they're not doing this for it. me, but I'm just saying like, I, you know, and, and I don't feel bad for Scott. I know that there's a lot of stuff online right now being like, oh my God, poor Scott. Fuck Scott. He's fine. He's fucking 20 year olds mm-hmm. on a beach. True. He's good to go. Do you think Scott, cause I agree with you. We're definitely getting the Kravis wedding. I think sooner rather than later. I, my 100%. first prediction was the New Year's Eve wedding. I said that back in October when they got engaged, but now I think that if that was the plan, like COVID might've fucked it up. Will oh my Scott, god! Like maybe Valentine's Day. Maybe Valentine's Day. It's gonna also. She's definitely gonna like wear black. Like it's gonna be like ridiculous. Will Scott be at the wedding? No, no. I think he will. You think for the show? I, if I was Courtney, I'd be a little pissed at how close my family is with Scott. I'd be pissed because they've had these fights before of like whether Scott was invited to like the, the family vacation or whatever, and Courtney was like no, and then Chris Jenner was like yes. Like I think. That it, I'm also really curious to see what this Hulu yeah. show is because I'm just assuming it's keeping up the Kardashians continued. So that would right. mean a lot happened in this last fall with Kanye, with Pete, with, with Tristan third trimester Thompson, with Kravis, with Astro World. Like we don't have a lot in store if they're actually going to show us everything. So I'm, I'm really much looking for that. But then I almost feel like they want to present the Hulu documentary as more of like a documentary, not like the Kardashians. So I don't a know, show, like a series. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, it's probably going to be. Keeping up continued so. with a K. Yeah, I just, I, you're right. Scott will probably be there. What do you think is going to happen with Jen Shaw on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? Do you think she's going to go to jail? Because I know that her court date is coming up in March. Yes, I do think she's going to go to jail. <laughs> my prediction is, okay. my prediction is that they, this trial will somehow be suspended one more time because it already okay. has been moved back before. And I right. think that they could maybe get it pushed back again. But after covering the college shooting scandal very closely and watching all of that, and now that Stort, you know, changing his plea from not guilty to guilty, one oh. can only assume that that is because he is planning to work and, you know, snitch or turn on Jen. And she so far has showed no remorse and is, you know, innocent until proven guilty, whatever. I a thousand percent think she's going to jail. Hot take. What do you think? Oh, wow, wow. Hot take. No, I mean, it's not really a hot take. I think I think she is. I think yeah. she's going to go to jail. I don't think she's going to go for like 30 years. No, 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 no. But like money laundering and like fraud, five. like it's kind of easy to easy to prove like I'm a fucking lawyer. But compared to like other things like that is there's like money trails. Like they don't accuse you of money laundering if they don't have like and like of um fraud and specific things. Proof. This is also the FBI. Right. Like they have they have like paper to they have receipts if we want to talk in housewives terms like they don't arrest you for this for shits and gigs like they have things that they are pretty confident in and if you're not going to work with the government and make your plea deal like i think you're fucked 100 percent. you can't be going on instagram in a bikini and a fur with with jewels she's no sympathetic character to a jury let's just put it that way no 100 percent not uh do you have any other predictions I don't know. I mean, I think what is going to get pregnant? Oh, you do? Because Tom Holland keeps talking <laughs> about how do. he wants to have babies. Yes. yes. They are really I came out. They, get pregnant. they came out winning at the, I mean, oh not, people like always like them, but like what a strong end for 2021 for those two and for Spider-Man. <sighs> wow. I mean, I'm shook at how many people saw Spider-Man. Uh, it's about to be the first movie to make a billion dollars in the post-pandemic world or pre- in the mid-pandemic world. 
Yeah, it made $1 billion. I got yeah. the TMZ notification today. I mean, I went to the movies um, for the first time in two years last week to see West Side Story. <laughs> well, good for you. How was West Side Story? I heard it was really amazing. Honestly, like Ansel Elgort is like ruining everything because he's horrible and like he can't sing and he's like a bad person. But other than that, it's it's amazing. The, I mean, like, I don't know anything about directing. He's a bad person? No, he was accused of some not so great stuff during Me Too. And then <gasps> they kind of just like brushed it oh, under the rug because this huge Disney production of West Side Story was coming out and the way they handled it coming. hasn't been great. Um, Got it. Oh, speaking of horrible accusations, what are your thoughts on it and just like that? Have you been watching? I watched the first three. What are you feeling? I honestly like kind of like, I liked the first episode and I knew the second big started talking about his fucking Peloton. I was like, this is how they're doing it. And I was of this, I went into it thinking he was going to die because I was not, I thought they were doing a little bit too much on the press tour of no one's going to die. Like whatever. Like I thought it was a that just yeah. too much situation. So I was pretty confident that he was going to die. And I actually kind of liked the first episode. I'm one of those people who loves the sequel. Like I like the story continuing. I like hanging out with the squad. Grease 2 is my favorite movie. Like I like continuations it's it's a fatal my roommate calls it my fatal flaw because i can't give things up like i like the sequels the prequels or whatever yeah however as it's continued i'm liking it less and less i don't love the podcast i don't love what they're doing they're making miranda like a karen i don't like brady having sex in the room like i it's getting worse in my opinion but i know you're a stan so i am let me be clear i like it a lot Mm-hmm. But I also have thoughts where it's I, I know the flaws. I mm-hmm. see them. I hear them. I acknowledge them. And I'm choosing to look the other way. That's fair. Because that's, I, that's, I'm, I love I'm a sequel. camp of like, I yeah, I usually don't. But I love these women so much. And I think it's so important to tell women's stories about women that are over the age of 50 mm-hmm. that don't involve them being like, you know, spinsters. Yeah, true. The fashion's still great. I I just need them to start fucking. Yeah. I need them to start fucking someone. We needed to that's do like a, a fast forward. Like, a, yep. and that's how Big died. Well, maybe like the first episode could have been like a, almost like another movie. And then like the show kicks off like six months later. And like there could be moments of grief yeah. still because that would be realistic. I'm not saying like her life would be solved six months later, but mm-hmm. it's, it, I don't know. And I'm not, love. I love me some Callie from Grey's Anatomy, but this, this Che character stand up is not really doing it for me. It was a lot. Yeah. And I think that the show probably was like, we need to make corrections that obviously in 1998, they didn't have, you know, but yeah, overall, I'm just, I just want it to get better. I just want, I just want like Carrie to start fucking. I want Miranda to just like figure her shit out. I want Charlotte. I don't know what Charlotte's doing, but you'll meet a new character on the fourth episode that I'm actually really enjoying. My co-host on Shortcomings okay. Chris didn't enjoy her as much, but her okay. name is Seema and I really enjoy her because she's very sexy. She smokes cigarettes. She's very cool. All right. I'll keep watching. I'm, I've, I, I don't usually give up on things, but I mean, it's just like bizarre. Like I, like you said, I don't even know what the hell Charlotte's doing. Miranda has like seven storylines, like potential like going down the path of Che, alcoholism, college, being a, like a low-key Karen. Like there's a lot going on with she's, Miranda and we need to spread the wealth. She's literally carrying the show on her goddamn back and she's tired and she's got her fucking son being a brat, leaving his underwear in the kitchen, fucking his girlfriend. Also, that is disgusting. Yeah, it's so fucking weird. That is so disrespectful. Go to the car I like normal teenagers. Go and or do it when they're not home. Right. Like, get a hotel. Go in the basement. Go in the fucking basement. Yeah. Oh, get a hotel. Were you getting hotels when get you were 17? No, but we did like shore houses. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. That's yeah. so New Jersey. I know. I'm such a Jersey little bit. You're so New Jersey. I love it. I really I'm am. I'm like so not. I like want to come to the Jersey Shore. I mean, I go to the 10th Street Pizza and Pasta in freaking um, Hoboken like once a week and it's one of the Manzo's kids runs it. Is it good? It's really good. And he serves the pizza sometimes. I mean, you go there every week. Yeah. Sometimes you just see, fuck, oh, I, I can't remember if it's Chris or Albie, but he's just like doing his shit. It's really good. He's just, oh, I love that. Well, Sarah, this was so much fun. It was a little chaotic. My apologies. Yeah, we took many, many a journey. Where can everyone find you and listen to you? Okay. Well, if you, to circle back to the Bachelor in the beginning, if you care at all, yeah. I will be covering Clayton's season starting next week because Bachelor Nation, I will say again, no weeks off. Um, on Us Weekly's Here for the Right Reasons podcast. I had a podcast go out this week with Clayton himself, um, a quick little pre-show rundown. 
with some questions, thoughts, and concerns I had for him. He answered his season starts next week, so we will be covering that. And, you know, you can, of course, just read... What are your thoughts? My thoughts? Um, I actually... I didn't know why they picked him and I stand by that. And I I told him that it was quite an awkward interview actually, but um, he was lovely. And I think that the trailer got me in. It looks insane. It looks like a shit show. And I think ABC's kind of actually figured it out. And it's something we all need to get on board with that. They picked bachelorettes usually with the exception of like a Claire or a Katie with good head, good head on their shoulders to try to get the love story. And they pick bachelors who are going to make horrible decisions like Peter Weber, because that's the kind of show we want to watch from the bachelor perspective. So I actually think the love story part is going to be a disaster, but I think it's going to be great television. And I think he's innocently enough, like he's going to mess up, but I don't think he's going to be quite the fuckboy level of Pilot Pete, but that could be eating those words. Yeah. So yeah, it's weekly here for the reasons podcast for all things bachelor. I'm at Sarah Heron on Instagram. And of course, go read usmagazine.com, your favorite website. I love that so much. Well, thank you so much, Sarah. And of course, you guys, I do this podcast every Tuesday and Friday. There will be new episodes out even during the holiday. And of course, use code HOTM to get 20% off at thedip.com. And I will see you guys around on Instagram. Bye. Bye. You know those cigarette butts that you see every day? They're made of microplastics and they line our streets and waterways. On California beaches, they're the number one plastic you'll find. Over 35 years, cleanups have collected millions combined. But no matter where you see them, they're all getting smaller, eventually leaching into our food, our air, our water. The tobacco industry's to blame for all of the harm that they do. For the harm to the people we love. And the harm to you, too. Learn more at undo.org. We could, we could fly. This is your summer. That means Six Flags and the taste of an ice-cold Coca-Cola. We're talking thrilling coasters, amazing animal attractions, and this. Coke is summer refreshment, so you can hop on another ride, like the all-new Sidewinder Safari. Six Flags and Coca-Cola. Come make it yours. Visit SixFlags.com Coke to save up to $20 off passes or daily tickets starting at $39.99. Oh